Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Relationship Center on the Edify Podcast Network. We're glad you tuned in. My name is Anes Wamboy and the studio with me today is... David Kimani. And again, it's a two-man show. We miss Andrew and Deborah, but they'll be joining us soon. Won't they be, David? Yes, can't wait. Mm, all right. And we're doing, the, we're doing a series on the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And I don't know if you've been with us. We've been going through the nine characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit. And I'm going to ask David to just read, from us, read for us from the book of Galatians, chapter 5, uh, the text that... Uh, we, we're getting these characteristics from David, if you mind. Okay. Uh, Galatians well, if you 5. don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah, okay. Um, Galatians 5.22, uh, use NLT. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ... And that's verse 24. Those who belong to, Jesus, to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of the sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. All right. And so I don't know if you've been tuned in to the other episodes, ladies and gentlemen, but um, we've, we, we've, we've said this over and over that um, all these characteristics of the fruit are anchored on the first one, which is love. That the fruit of the Spirit is love. And out of love come out all these other characteristics. And we see this in First Corinthians 13 when you're told love is patient, love is kind. And we see the other embodiments of, of, the, of the fruit manifest themselves powerfully in love. And that's why Paul the Apostle began with love. And we also notice that they're the fruit of the Spirit, David. They're not the fruit. They're, they're not th- they don't come out from us, do they? They come from, from the Holy he, Spirit. From the Holy Spirit. All right? Yes. And then um, he says against this there is no law. Meaning, no person in their sensible mind would contradict these things. Exactly. Mm, unless exactly. you're a psychopath, you know, you just, <laughs> you just hate love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. But he says these things are good. I mean, no, no law stands against them. There is no scripture that would tell you to not be gentle, to not be good, to not be kind, to not be faithful, to not be long-suffering. And so today, David, what are we looking at? Gentleness. All right, so you could start us off. What is gentleness? <laughs> okay, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the time and a space, we have been taught to be, you must be rough, you must be the guy. Must be tough. So, um, gentleness basically is meekness, it's humility. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I was reading, it says, they said, gentleness is a quality or characteristic of being kind, tender, mild mannered, compassionate, and considerate. Oh, wow. Uh, c- could you read that again? Gentleness is a quality or characteristic of being kind, tender, mild-mannered, compassionate, and considerate. Wow. To be gentle means Mm -hmm. that you show love and care for others in the way you act and speak. To have gentleness is to have a gentle spirit or nature about you. Mm Wow, and again, if, if you remember what Andrew had told us a few episodes ago, um, the first characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit were evident in our lives, mm-hmm. and then um, the, the ones towards the end also very evident in our lives, you know, uh, the, 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 there were basically things that we, we how, could, how could I put this, you know, the characteristics that we display, you yes. know, uh, yes. the ones about there in the middle were characters would display yes but they were in very close relationship um, to other people i don't know if i'm getting that right you know mm-hmm. um they, they were dependent on us expressing them to people mm-hmm. for them to be manifest but these ones um they're dependent on us, us. being yes you know and so uh gentleness is one of those things that we need to be you know all these things mm-hmm. so yes david go on <laughs> It's interesting, uh, especially because gentleness is viewed as be, being gentle is viewed, be, is viewed as being weak. Mm-hmm. When you're gentle to people, people think you know ah, you're a weak person and all that. However, it's amazing that it takes great strength of character mm-hmm. and self-control to be gentle. Mm-hmm. 
in many situations. Mm. There are times there are people who come your way, there are things that happen to you and you, th- and you have to be gentle. Mm-hmm. And it takes great strength of character. Yeah. It's interesting because as you're looking at the fruit, is this about of the spirit is about character. Yes. And so how then do you be able to be gentle when you do not need to or you don't feel like? Mm. There's something I read by a gentleman called Buckley. Okay. And this was very interesting. <laughs> said uh, this is about gentleness and being, you know, being teachable and all that. Huh? Mm-hmm. It is the quality of a man who is always angry at the right time and never at the wrong time. Oh, wow. He's <laughs> a tempered man. Yes. The tempered man. Tempered man. Yeah. So he's angry at the right time and not at the wrong time. And not at the wrong time. Yeah. Which because if you're angry at the wrong time, you're not. Ge- you don't. You, you don't act in gentleness. Exactly. You're not kind. You're not you, kind. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not. And you're not meek. And at times we look at meekness and it looks. You know that thing. Uh, you, you know people think meekness is just putting the t- tail between the legs. Uh, running off. And on. Yeah. Uh, and you realize that meekness is something that you must practice because there are days and you feel entitled. Mm. And you choose, I'm not going to be. There are days it's your uh, ego being fought. Then mm. you choose to be humble. You know, David, when you say that, I, I normally think of many of, many of the times when conversations start with someone and someone says, um, no offense, but... And what normally follows is a lot of offense. <laughs> someone says, <laughs> I don't mean to be disrespectful, but... Yes. And then what often follows is a lot of disrespect. And at times we often use that as a... Uh, we often use that just an to... Introduction to an, an introduction nice. to Nasty. excuse our bad behavior or our lack of gentleness, you know? Mm. And I usually wonder, is there a way that... Because when I look at the life of Christ, I can't help but see Christ being very, very gentle. Yeah. You know, mm. uh, in in a place where Christ felt like he could speak his mind, you know, he could tell them. He he, he wanted to tell. Even when he spoke to the Pharisees, mm. he was so gentle with them. Mm. I mean, of course, there are times when he had to read them the riot act, you know, you whitewashed tombs, <laughs> mm. you know. But even in his interaction with them, there was always a window for them to come to him. And I believe that's why Nicodemus, who was a Pharisee, came to Jesus Christ yes. to hear the message of the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, if Jesus had not been gentle, um, he would have been repulsive. And I think uh, that's one of the things that the Holy Spirit uh, wants to sanctify in the life of believers, that we are repulsive in the way we speak, in the way we act. We we we, we put off people and we do not we, are, we, we do not demonstrate meekness or humility in our disposition such that we entreat people. Think about even people we disagree with. Um, if you look at many of the arguments, even on, on YouTube, on, on social media, uh, between atheists and Christians, um, what is often lacking in many of these videos is just gentleness, especially on the sides of, of the believers. You know, um, you find that uh, we get into these competitions, into these brawls where it's no longer even about winning the person over. It's about winning the argument, you know? Yes. And so we are so focused on winning the argument that we forget to be gentle with this person who's made in the image of God. You know, yeah. we actually forget that God is gentle. Yes. Let me use some scriptures. Um, Isaiah 6, 8 verse 6. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's, his father speaking says, My care for the people of Judah is like the gently flowing rivers of Shiloh. Wow. That's how he cares for them. Gently flowing rivers, and if you watch that gently flowing river, it's beautiful, it's peaceful. Mm. Yes, yeah. And you know, Jesus Christ was described in his earthly ministry. They, they, they said, a, a bruised reed he will not break. When, when the prophecy was being about Jesus, you know, mm. a bruised reed 
he will not break. I just mm. think about that. Uh, you know, a reed, you know, that very thin green plant that grows by the river. Yes. You know, you can just snap it with, you know, a child could just hold it with two of their fingers and a child could just snap it. Mm. Now imagine one that is bruised, meaning it's almost like halfway broken. Yes. So it's on the verge, like even the wind would just snap it loose. Ah, yes. But it says Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. even that bruised reed, mm. he would not break it. Mm-hmm. He would be so gentle with it. Yes. He would he, he would lean it back until it grows until it 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 it, it heals you know and I think it's a picture of Christ's gentleness to us that he comes down on earth and he doesn't even come down on earth in the form of a great glorious emperor he comes in the form of a carpenter so gentle a, a carpenter uh, in fact he starts he comes <laughs> he comes from a baby let's just start yeah, there. Yeah. he comes from a baby you know babies are so gentle yeah, exactly. you know, just, just imagine the ancient of days contained mm. in a baby mm. you know the great i am the mm. lion of judah the mm-hmm. root of david all that great power the one who created heaven and earth contained in a baby what what <laughs> gentleness is what gentleness is that you know yeah. and then he grows up and when he grows up he does not lord his power over us you know mm. he's so gentle in that you see it even in the way he he now brings the bruised reeds back to God and the bruised reeds are us the sinners exactly. you know mm. see how he treats the woman who was caught in adultery mm. you know mm. there's a gentleness around him yeah. see how he treats the two blind men was it in Matthew chapter 9 there's a gentleness around him there's, there's mm. such gentleness around him mm. and 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 i think it's the same thing he wants us to embody once we come to salvation yeah. exactly because i mean and you look at scripture and i like what you shared and even you know isaiah 40 11 mm. says he will feed his flock like a shepherd he will carry the lambs in his arms holding them close to his heart he will gently lead the mothership and they're young mm. gently again he will lead mm. uh you look at um and, and talking to El- and he spoke speaking to elijah in first kings and he speaks as a gentle whisper mm. and what gentleness does then you see that is that there's a soft touch there is care there's calm assurance there's a loving hand mm. and what we're supposed to showcase is exactly that mm. and you know what like you know the example used earlier that we want to win battles and unfortunately right now uh, okay i'm not sure i want to go that route but let's let's talk about because we started it <laughs> uh we as the church we as the believers are supposed to showcase the same yes. but we are not yes so who will come to you and experience a calm reassurance mm. a soft touch a loving hand mm. so they've come the are high on something it's your child mm. they are high on something can they experience a loving touch wow. of their father yes and your child and you brought them up in the ways of the lord but they come drunk mm. Mm. yeah it's your sibling mm. they come and they're abusive and stuff mm. and yet you can say i love you bro i love you sis mm. it's your friend mm. they have spoken badly about you or they sent you a bad message mm. and you can still go back and again sure love in touch and you know what you're saying is very right david because it seems as if just like we've said with the other characteristics of the fruit this this need to be gentle comes it, it's put under temptation or it's rather seen to be evident in our lives when it's under fire yes um proverbs 15 verse 1 says this a gentle answer deflects anger <laughs> but harsh words make tempers flare i don't know if anyone has ever spoken to you so harshly before and normally the the, the temptation is just to match that anger or match that tone match that accusation match that implication of what they say or even mm. take it a notch higher so that you shut them down you know so that you keep them quiet and i when i see this verse that a gentle answer turns away wrath deflects anger i remember gideon um the time gideon was very gentle and he really calmed down the tempers of the people of israel so god called gideon he tells him uh, i'm gonna 
need you to get 300 men and then he filters the men and he gets the 300 and now he goes to fight against the moabites was it the moabites huh? and then um um if it's not the moabites forgive for, forgive my bible <laughs> my, my bible memory but he goes to fight the enemies of israel i think that's safer midianites <laughs> midianites yes midianites yeah mm. thank you to the midianites not the moabites thank you david so he goes to fight the midianites and he is surrounded he, he surrounds this with the, with, the, with the 300 and then the lord brings about a great deliverance and then he goes after these people and then he you know he he pursues the kings zalmon and the others and they they kill them mm. and then now the people of israel get so upset and they come and say how did you go to war without calling us mm. you know and they are tempers and they are the tempers are high mm. you know and Gideon just answers ah you guys you know this this small war you know we leave the big wars to you people you know you guys are so important you know mm. and he answers so gently and the bible says the tempers of the people just went down you mm. know and you just look at that and you realize why Gideon ended up having so much influence um in the in the in, in the in his time as a judge his gentleness even when he I mean Gideon could have said what do you mean do you know God called yeah, me yeah. do you know this you did God ask you to raise 300 people and come with me God what called me know? not you so you <laughs> shut up your mouth okay <laughs> but he didn't do that mm. and can we be gentle even when quote unquote we are right in fact uh, thank you for that because mm. gentleness starts, starts first starts with the words mm with our words mm. where we come from that's what we say mm. uh, most of the times we think it's just an action mm. but it starts with our words yes. and that proverbs you know one that's a, that proverbs where you read you, you, that verse you read yes. is amazing because it turns away gentleness turns away wrath mm-hmm. and we as christians are called to more than just that yes and that's a, like a minimum yes so when someone speaks badly or is rude to you what do you speak yes we forget most of the times that we you know uh, and and i think words are very important any relationship is governed by words mm. Yeah, yes. whether we are just what we are doing now or that is just hanging out, it's it's words. Yes. And so if I am not gentle with my words, it doesn't mm. matter how else I try and show it even if I give a hug or whatever mm. it is, it's useless. Yes. And we forget the words first because mm. the biggest uh the cause the, the biggest wounds. Mm. Yeah. And you know in, in verse 4 of the same chapter it says, mm. gentle words are a tree of life. Mm-hmm. But a deceitful mm-hmm. tongue crushes the spirit. Mm-hmm. Gentle words are a tree of life but a deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. And yeah, you're right, you're right. I mean our words are the forearm of our gentleness, you know. Mm. Our words really uh our words really prove whether we are gentle or not, you know. Mm. Uh, th- there's a particular verse that I'll find that it says um, like uh, like like an archer who shoots firebrands is a man who uh, speaks uh roughly to his neighbor and says ah it was just a joke. You know, mm. and at times we can just pour out some things that can, you know, that can really hurt this person, and yet it crushes them. And then we we just require this person to just really turn around. And yet the Lord says, no, those firebrands can actually bring pain. Those firebrands can actually, you know, light fires that can bring harm in the in the souls of people, in the yeah. spirits of people. True. Yeah. You you see, um, we we forget that uh, words are powerful, mm. and the, one of the reasons, and I'm finding as I'm look, I talk to a lot of the especially younger generation, mm. the reason they want to become Christians or join church is because of the things have they've had. Mm. We forget even sharing the gospel is supposed to be done in a gently way, mm. that people can see Christ in us and they want yes. to, to actually follow Him. Yeah. Uh, and we let me use First um, Peter three, uh, fifteen. Um, 
Instead, you must worship Christ as the Lord of your life. But if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and a respectful yes. way. I love that verse. I memorized it with the navigators, you know. Yeah. Uh, the NIV says, always revere Christ in your heart as Lord. Yeah. Always be prepared to give an answer to anyone who asks you to explain the hope that you have. Yeah. But do this with gentleness and respect. So the thing is, it's not what you say, it's mm. how you say it. It's true. And you know, pe- 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 people will forget what you said, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. Exactly. And so there's a way I can tell you I, I don't like your shirt. Mm. And, you know... Wait, are you uh, saying you don't like my shirt? Uh, no, I'm just as an example. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. This, okay, we'll, we'll talk about how I say it, we'll just <laughs> after this. How I say it yeah. can determine everything. Yes. You can say I don't like your shirt because maybe it has a torn or, the, or yeah. it's, it's torn, it has, you know, uh, mm. is a tear or because of the, the you know there's something wrong with it mm. and how i sit you know it can it can also mean that i don't like you yes you're looking down on me i'm you know yes so it's never the what and i think we need to go back to that place of being like christ mm. and if you even look at how he treated but how he talked with people yes you you don't see places where people were left thinking i'm not good enough yeah you know i'm, I'm they useless don't and crushed. They, they never left crashed. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are doing that. Yeah. And we understand if people don't, don't understand my ministry, if people don't understand my calling, if people don't understand what I am doing, it's there's something bad. wrong with them. It's too bad. Or I am even superior because I have revelation and stuff. So how I speak to you and you realize that we have a generation... Are you, are you recognizing the <laughs> anointing? <yeah>. You know? <laughs> and, and, and Christ was never all about that. You know, Christ was really... Uh, he, his, his, his primary predisposition was towards relationships. Mm. Uh, today, in my quiet time, I was reading the book of Matthew chapter 9 and the two blind men who followed Jesus Christ crying out, Son of David, have mercy on us, you know? Have mercy on us. And the Bible says they cried, they cried and Christ attended to them inside the house he said when fine mm. when he says when he got into the house then he healed them and he told them do not tell anyone and you realize that even christ in his ministry is not really trying to be a show off he's not he's not even trying to boast of of the abilities given because mm. he cares about relationships with these people even if that means that uh they get healed and the credit does not go to him exactly. but you see in 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 when when we speak to people even the gospel in a gent in a non-gentle way the focus is not on Christ. The focus is on us. Mm. The focus is on us. And you know, you mentioned a word. You mentioned the word superiority, which is funny because that goes in line with Tim Keller's definition mm. of gentleness. So he says the Greek word is protas. Mm-hmm. And uh, the literal definition of protas, which is translated as gentleness in English, the, the meaning of protas is humility and self-forgetfulness. Mm. Humility and self-forgetfulness. Okay, So mm. that's how the Greeks define gentleness. Mm. And the opposite is what you said, superiority, self-absorption self-aggrandizement and then Mm. he said there's a counterfeit where we are Mm. inferior you know inferiority self-consciousness and um what do you call this uh and and yeah inferiority and self-consciousness and i find it interesting that tim keller mentions a superiority and inferiority in the same line um you would think they are opposites but there's a quote by john piper that just points out that these two things are not you know different huh uh, john piper says um uh, he says boasting is the repo- is the response of pride to success mm-hmm. but self pity is the response of pride to suffering boasting says i deserve admiration because mm-hmm. i have achieved so much mm-hmm. self pity says I deserve admiration because I have sacrificed so much. <laughs> Boasting is the voice of pride in the heart of the strong, mm. while self-pity is the voice of pride in the heart of the weak. 
the reason self-pity does not look like pride is that it appears to be so needy. But the need arises from a wounded ego and a desire of the self-pitying is not really for others to see them as, a, as helpless but as heroes. The need self-pity feels does not come from a sense of unworthiness but from a sense of an unrecognized, worth, unworth, an unrecognized worthiness. It is a response of unapplauded pride. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's crazy. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um the benefits of gentleness. Mm. Is that when you treat others with gentleness you gain trust and respect mm. and they are willing to listen to you. And we forget that we are called to speak, we are called to speak life, we are called to encourage mm. the things we're supposed to. We, we we have taken and decided that this thing is about actions. And yes, there's a place for miracles and wonders. Mm. But most of the times people will see Christ in us by how we speak to them mm. and how we treat them. Mm. And it's important we do that. You, and you look at uh, Paul speaking to Timothy, mm-hmm. uh, and it's interesting now, uh, Timothy uh, 6.11. Mm-hmm. But you, Timothy, are a man of God. So run away from all these evil things. Pursue righteousness and a godly life, along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Mm. And so, if you are going to say that we are men of God, yes, and each of us is called to be that, mm. uh, you know, uh, because we are working with him, then realize as much as we, are, as we are running from the evil things, then that's what we need to pursue and that's what we need to live out. Mm. And gentleness is one of them. So it's not something for people who, again, you're saying look meek and, st- you know, uh, who look weak and all that. Mm. I think we need to break away from pride, which mm. is that in, uh, both ways, boasting yes. and the inferiority complex mm. and say, you know what, I'm going to express mm. who God wants me to be. Yes. Uh, and if he spoke in a gentle whisper, I can Mm. I mean, think about it. He could have, I mean, the earthquake and everything else. Yes. But he chose to do that. Yes. And most of the times you realize that when you do that, mm. people listen. Mm. And you'll be amazed at how it, the fact is that a gentle act is never forgotten. It's true. And you actually, and you, you, you actually command attention. You, you, and, and not command attention in the sense that you want to control people, mm. but you get to have a positive influence over people, mm. you know? And even just think about it in the office, in the offices, uh, David, uh, mm. there's that boss who's always shouting at people yes. and commanding everyone to do what they need to do. Mm. And they, and they, and they tell people, you know, you need to do this, you need to go. And, and that boss is feared, mm. Mm. but they're not respected. Exactly. All right. Yes. And then there's the other boss who does not shout. But you even just see he leads by example. I remember uh, working under Dr. Stanley Mukolwe, um, who also happens to be my uncle, and I remember his leadership was really by example. Yeah. He never raised his voice. He never commanded for things to be done. He always spoke. I, I have never had that man raise his voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and and I mean, and I tell you, I've been around him a lot. You mm-hmm. know, and and you know, he he. He demonstrated such gentleness even when he dealt with those are times, those incidents of, of theft in the office. And you know, the way you just heard how he dealt with that case, such gentleness, even the person who stole, you know, felt so dignified in the way they were treated. Mm. Uh, and, and, and you know, you, you'd, you'd ask him, Why would you do this? He said, No, this, this is someone made in the image of God. You know, someone else said, But they're a thief, but they're made in the image of God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but they're made in the image of God. We need to be gentle with them. And you see that even in the way he treats his wife and 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 i look at that i, I look at that at times in the churches david you know where you have uh, some women and let me just speak women because this is what has come through in many of the counseling sessions that i've done mm. women who say you know what he's a man of god he's respected yes he's known but let me tell you who he is as he serves on sunday is not who he is at home as a family man that is not who he is Ouch. He's not gentle. 
he's rough he's tough he's abusive mm. he's 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 is domineering and yet somehow on sunday he's seen as this perfect person and god is not pleased with that mm. god says gentleness gentleness and and gentleness is so important to the point that even god tells husbands in first peter chapter 3 verse 7 um live with your wives with gentleness <laughs> mm. a failure to do so god will not answer your prayers yeah you see if you're going to reflect Christ and Christ lives in us mm. and you know Matthew 11 and he says take my yoke upon you mm. let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart mm. yes yeah that's who he is that's what he he has in him that's what we have in us mm. uh and then we can express the same mm. Paul speaks the same I think when the time when the question is authority uh and in 2 Corinthians 10 Now I Paul appeal to you with gentleness with the gentleness and kindness of Christ. Mm. He could have gone out and shouted and defended himself, you know yes. who I am, you know me I'm the guy. Mm. You know who I am. <laughs> But no. Mm. He goes back and says I appeal to you with the gentleness and kindness of Christ. Wow. May we be that expression. Mm. May we be that. May we may people look at us and see the gentleness of Christ. Mm. Because if he is he Christ himself says I am humble and gentle at heart. Mm. Can we be that? Mm. Maybe this is our challenge as we are going forth. Uh, you know, for everyone, you know, everyone has a gift in. Mm. And, you know, it's not something that is spe- for special people. Mm. Each, each of us, everywhere we are thriving, mm. can we be gentle and can we be humble? Mm. Not just in church, not just in ministry, even in the workplace. Yes. Can you have, can your employees thank God for you because of how you treat them? You don't mm. shout at them. You are gentle. Mm. Uh again can you house help can you watchman mm. can your children treat people like people and it, it's it's unfortunate that at times we treat animals like people and treat people like animals <laughs> D- don't don't don't, even, don't 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 start that discussion we, we, we are so gentle with animals you know i know the fact is a verse that says a righteous man is gentle with his animals you know but but that notwithstanding there are times we treat our pets with so much compassion and care <laughs> than we treat our colleagues Mm. You look at how senior managers shout at junior managers and yet they claim to be born again and you're thinking mm, 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 mm. The, 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 there is no fruit there and God is not pleased and and I think David we've realized even as we've been doing this series that mm. God is more pleased that I treat the people in the office better than I speak in tongues over the fast. God is more pleased that I treat my siblings with gentleness than I load it over them shouting at them tell them how they are sinners mm. god mm. is more pleased that i honor my parents and treat them with gentleness even though they are the even if your mom is a prostitute your dad is a drug lord and they're not repentant that you still give them that parental honor and you treat them with gentleness as opposed to you you know showing off how great uh, a person you are or you've made it i mean god really cares about people and you know it's funny that the kingdom of god is about people and yet we've got a group of believers who don't care about people we we need to change our ways we really we are supposed to create disciples yeah. uh he 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 had disciples who he has to go and create disciples which we mm. we are that uh we need to go back and showcase christ mm. disciples behave like their master mm. you know uh you know again the example with nemesis the chinese movie if he fights like a monkey the disciples fight like you know mm. fight like monkeys now christ is our master mm. and we are his disciples mm. and can we behave like him mm. so that others can see that in us and behave like him yeah. and i think when i think of christ uh behaving and us copying him 
I think the one of the ultimate parts of his life when I saw gentleness is before the Last Supper. I mean, Jesus knew what Judas would do. But think about it. All this time, Jesus knew. And in fact, much earlier, before even the Last Supper, he said, one of you is a devil. He knew. You know, he just knew this guy. He knew Judas mm. was stealing mm. from their from their financial from from their Mpesa kit. You know, he knew all these things. Yet Jesus, at no point do you ever see him treating Judas any differently than he treats John, than he treats Peter. And so the question is, when you know Judas is being Judas, could you still behave like Jesus? You know, when you know Judas is doing what Judas is doing, could you still behave like Peter? And my, my personal opinion is that if Judas had not hung himself and he had um, not committed suicide, I think before Jesus, when Jesus rose from the dead, the other disciples might have been very angry with Judas and told him, we have nothing to do with you. But I think Jesus would have told him, Judas, I restore you. Just the same way I restored Peter. Mm. Judas, I restore you. And I think Judas would still be among the 12. And we told Judas, you are forgiven, you are loved. And Judas would have genuinely come to faith, you know, through that. Just look at that. When Judas comes to Jesus and kisses him, Judas, Jesus does not say, hey, about time. Eh? He says, Judas, so gently, have you betrayed the son of man? You know, with a yeah. kiss. Mm. When he tells Judas, Judas, you know, um, go, go do what you do. Jesus would have exposed Judas at the Last Supper. Yep. He would have said, by the way, guys, this guy. <laughs> what he's going to do. But he just told mm. Judas, Judas, here you go. And then everyone thought Judas had gone to attend to some matters for the ministry. Mm. And Jesus knew this guy. You know, he said, one of you will betray me. Mm. And then the disciples go like, is it I, Lord? Is it I, Lord? Is it I, Lord? If I was Jesus, then Judas asked, is it I, Lord? I would have told you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that, that's why you're not Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Jesus was gentle. Yes. Yeah. We, we need to carry that. Um, yeah. Ephesians 4. Um, always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults mm. because of your love. Again, we start with love. Wow. <laughs> yeah? You make allowance for each other because of your love, which means they, then you can be humble and gentle. Mm. Yeah? And that's what we asked to do. Can we do that? Mm. As we are going out, I know as we into the rest of the year, as we are living out this life, mm. can, despite, you know, when you know, when someone has a weakness, they are having issues, can you be kind and gentle? Most mm. of all, can you be patient with, each, with them, making allowance for their faults? The fact is, we are not perfect either. You have got your issues, uh, got my issues. We all have issues. Yeah. Yeah. And we hope you you you, you expect other people to be patient with you. Yes. <laughs> but you cannot be patient with others. That's true. Uh, and we need we to change. We demand, but we don't give. Yep. Yeah. Can we change our ways? Wow. Can we change our ways? So even as we come to pray and David will pray for us, just think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the Bible says tongues will cease, prophecies will cease, all these things will cease, but what will remain, love will remain. That tells you that the bottom line is love, that the bottom line is relationships. And guys, if your relationships are failing, but you're thriving in everything else that you call Christianity, realize that that is not Christianity. Christianity's foundation starts with God restoring man to himself, relationship through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. And then he expects us to express that love to one another. So it is a relationship between God and man and then relationships between us and fellow believers. Then relationships between us and the world. And it, it the, the, those three tiers are rooted in relationships. Everything else 
will come after that everything else will be founded on that you know ministries shall be founded on that um projects shall be founded on that dreams shall be founded on that uh financial goals shall be founded on that but let the primary things be the primary things yeah david you want to pray for us let's pray heavenly father we bow before you and worship you thank you for your love thank you for your mercy Thank you for the assurance even as we just even gone through today in your word that you are kind and you're gentle and you're humble. Our hearts desire to be more like you. And we ask as we walk this journey help us to learn to be humble, to be gentle, to be patient with each other, to make allowance with each other's faults because of your love in us for each other. Mm. And even as I say this is about relationships that Lord in our relationships that you be showcased by how we treat each other by being gentle to mm. one another. And so we surrender ourselves to you. Nas that where we have failed that you have mercy on us and forgive us and give us the strength to start off again that many others will see you in us and through us mm. to the glory and honor of your name mm. in Jesus name we pray amen. amen ladies and gentlemen we're glad you tuned in and this is Anes Wamboy in studio with me has been David Kimani and for more great podcasts that will build your faith and inspire you please head over to the Edify app and that is www.edify.app if you are online or you could also search for the Edify app in the App Store or the Google Play Store we'll see you next time